3: third and eight flip it out caught another broken tackle
4: and all the way into the end zone goes connor look at duck duck is flying down there for one gigantic hug and probably requesting the football
3: The Dave Damaschek Football Program,
0: available on Apple Podcasts
3: and at NFL.com slash DDFP.
4: Now here's your host, Dave Damaschek.
3: Oh, yes, it was a magical night for black and gold faithful in Carson, California. A wonderful time, I hope, had by all out there. I saw some nice powder blue jerseys in the mix there. And uh, shout out to uh, my pals over there with the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I got to take my 10-year-old boy, Jean-Claude Van Damme to his first ever pro football game (laughs) now. I don't know, like you know, we we debated it with Matt Money Smith on a number of occasions, the voice of the Chargers, in advance of this trip, and he said, "Why hasn't he been to a pro football game?" And I said, "I thought it was the right thing to make it a Steelers game first. And mm. we went to other sporting events along the way. We yeah, but we we made this game the first ever game, and uh, the Chargers were nice enough to give him the VIP treatment. They let him get down on the field in the pregame, and it's uh, something that he clearly treasured in the in the ensuing hours, at least. Nice suspect he will continue to so thanks to them for allowing that to happen and uh, man it was like it was really i don't Must know the nice. history here's the thing about the chargers oh seated to my immediate left as we jump into our week six review and perhaps we'll look ahead to week seven and beyond it's uh it's one of our main men here at nfl media you watch him on total access and fantasy live and everything else Chicago's own Cole Wright. That's right. A man who's also
4: never been to a football game as a spectator. No way. In the last 35 years. Really? Have not.
3: You went out to Soldier Field though, right? As a kid. As a kid, as you as were a kid, out there. Like
4: one game, and I think I was maybe more than 35 years. I mean, I was a, a mere child.
3: I would have guessed you were about. 38 years old.
4: I'm 41.
3: 41. Yeah,
4: but I haven't been to, I mean, I was less than five, so yeah, over 35 I can't years.
3: do the math that quickly in my head. So what were you there for the glory days? The mid-80s with Ditka? And I think it was like 83, Sweetness.
4: 84 I went to a Bears game my parents took me. I don't, agree, seen, I don't even remember. You might have That's seen some time.
3: Steve Fuller, not Jim McMahon, injury prone, and Steelers fans were treated to, I don't know if you, treated is the right word, but mm-hmm. they got to pay witness to a third string free agent quarter Duck Hodges getting an Ooh. NFL win in his first a first ever NFL start it's positively a movement in 2019 NFL that you do not need a superstar quarterback forget about that even the you right don't even Sanford. need Yeah. I mean, listen, Samford University, Samford for this kid, Kyle Allen down there for the Carolina Panthers backups, winning games all over the place at a rate perhaps even higher than the guys for whom they've taken over. It's led to questions about if Superman himself might have to take the pine, even if he is 100 percent healthy. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, things are things are weird and a, a recurring theme on this show is the AFC. And now we were just talking about as you sat down. I know we've gone on and on about this a little bit, Cole, on the show. But, I mean, who's getting the two wild cards in the AFC? I mean, the, the Bills probably should be 5-1 and one after Week 7. But even if we assume that, who is going to get the the Colts or the Texans whoever loses out there? Maybe mm. are the Raiders really going to hang in? I was going to say
4: the Raiders. I was going to really say the Raiders. I and you know it's uh, I mean and, and maybe I'm biased because you know we see David Carr and you know we are you know we're just you know I I mean I'm I'm always tweeting back and forth with Darren Carr and it's, it's it just seems as if the Raiders are always you know at, at at the forefront at least for me. I've been on some Raiders podcasts but I don't know. I, I I'm not necessarily saying I believe 100% in this Raiders team, but looking at the division and seeing what's been happening with Kansas City lately, they're not the exact same team they were a season ago. Are they still good? Absolutely. But are they beatable? We've seen it. The blueprint is out.
3: I the 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 thing that is obvious that they must do, unless they just want to continue to trick themselves, and maybe on some level, the legitimate. Raiders or the Chiefs. I'm sorry, the Chiefs. Okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm talking about the Chiefs. Okay. It seems to me, and that's what we've been pointing to for the last three weeks or so. Yes, they are mighty. Yes, they can blow up whatever defensive plans, whatever philosophy you have to defeat them over the course of 60 minutes mm-hmm. with Patrick Mahomes making a couple of those superhuman throws. And suddenly, right. I mean, if you look back to the Raiders game, that was week two, I think. The Raiders jumped them. They were up early in that yeah. game, and you thought, are the Raiders really going to do this? Mm-hmm. They're going to win this game? And then Patrick Mahomes hit a couple of throws real fast, and all of a sudden we were laughing. Say, <laughs> "Wow, silly are we that we thought the Raiders might handle this game? But they're because in
4: games. The games that they've lost, they were in games, and that, that's all you can ask for because if you're in a game, that means you have a chance to win because we've hey,
3: seen teams I- that
4: – get blown out a lot.
3: I like to see there because uh, obviously, you know, we love David Carr and, uh, you know, the, and Darren and the Carr family. So it's fun to see that as to see Derek doing well. I don't know if they're going to be hanging in. The Chiefs are the team that most people circled as being in the AFC title game, not preseason. I mean, three weeks into the year, it was all but certain that it was going to be the Patriots and the Chiefs. The only thing needed to be settled um, that's out there was where that game was going to be played. But now, legitimately, they don't do a good job of running consistently. They can't stop the run consistently. Mm-hmm. They can be had, um, you know, against a team that can throw the ball, as you saw with Houston. I just don't know. And, by the way, they're not playing mediocre to poor teams with these rallies in the postseason. Yeah, They're going to be playing good teams. And are is Patrick Mahomes going to be able to overcome the myriad weaknesses of these chiefs three times over he might get to the super bowl but could, could anybody rationally say oh yeah patrick mahomes will cover up everything for 180 playoff minutes against good teams then again I guess I can go back to what I was just saying at the top of the show is, is anybody really that good in the AFC? Perhaps not. Maybe that's the elixir that'll fix the Chiefs is that nobody else is that good. But what they need to do is, yeah. in the meantime, Tyreek Hill is a luxury item that they don't have to have to score. Obviously, he just came back on Sunday. They were putting up uh, points before his return. They need to swap him for a defensive piece. You think so? And now they better do
4: it soon. Wow. I mean, you don't think he makes that team that much better on offense, despite the outcome from Sunday, what we saw against Houston? You don't don't think so?
3: No, not after watching the Colts game two weeks ago. Not after watching the game on Sunday and Carlos Hyde running all over them all day long. That's just – you're setting yourselves up to be, as I said on Sunday – this is shaping up to be, and that's not saying Patrick Mahomes is doomed for the rest of his career. Not got to get that free... ankle better, though.
4: I know he's got to get that ankle better. That's that's paramount.
3: But in the age of free agency, things can change by 2020. They can even change now with all the trades. But as constituted right now, this is shaping up to be years two and three, 84 and 85. Dan Marino, mm. all world talent, can't be stopped. But so what? Because come playoff time, the other team's just going to run it at you. And relegate uh, all those uh, all, all all the uh, the high end superhuman feats moot
4: i mean i guess it just depends on what perspective you're you're looking at it from if you're, if you're patrick mahomes i mean you you want to win but to be viewed as you know the the second generation or second wave of dan marino not not too bad at the end of the day. I mean, I Dan Marino's the got Isotoner ads. and Ace Ventura. I mean, he's, he's had a pretty good life. All right, Tenor listen,
3: right. yeah, listen. If you're if you're Mahomes' publicist, then you that's would, great.
4: Yeah, absolutely, but you you want to win games at the end of the day. And Patrick Mahomes he's right. a winner. We know that. I mean, he's you're making he has... some
3: nice baby backs in the parking lot before the game, you don't care about uh, <laughs> exactly. what, how many ad uh, how many endorsements he gets. Much as I imagine Browns fans right now Ooh. aren't that excited about seeing their hero bake in all those commercials. Ooh. I'm sure they like Win to see games. It less.
4: Yeah. Every every time you're, you know, right after a Browns loss, when one of those Baker Mayfield commercials pops on, I'm sure that's the last thing hey, that they want to see there.
3: I did mention delicious food and barbecue specifically. That reminds me that, as always, we are presented by our pals at Zaxby's home of the famous chicken fingers. Wings and salads go get you some wherever you are. If you're lucky enough to have them nearby or even 500 miles away, it's worth the trip. Do you, do
4: you have enough bull to have them have a location out here in Los Angeles?
3: I would like to think so. Let's put that to the test. I'd like that. Eddie Spaghetti, make some phone calls. I'd also, at that. minimum, well, I'd love for them to, you know, end of the world for them to take, uh, you know, 10 minutes, make a nice little care package, send it over Freeze to dry. Studio 66. Freeze-dry. We'll eat it. Sure. You know? Why not? Cole Wright will be here for that one. Absolutely. Um, Cole Wright, uh, it was a tough day for Los Angeles football. The Rams. <sighs> what do we think about the reigning NFC champion, LA Rams. We can talk about the Chargers and we'll talk about the rest of it, but the Rams are at least among the headlines right now. I told you, if you've been listening to the DDFP, the Niners would win the division. The Rams would miss the playoffs. I'm looking right so far about that. Not to say the Rams are doomed. Their schedule's about to get much easier, but suddenly that upcoming game in three weeks in Pittsburgh doesn't look like the gimme it was a fortnight ago. Everything's out the window with Todd Gurley's health. I'll say you.
4: I mean, it looks like a rough patch for the Rams. And I I thought they were going to be good this year, not as good as they were a season ago. And and that's that's coming to fruition right there. And we've seen it. You said you picked San Francisco to win the division? That's right. OK, now, I mean, they're they're first place in the division. But I mean, I, I still have to say I'm going to roll it with, with the Seattle Seahawks. But nevertheless, as the season goes along, I just think that what we've seen with, with Jared Goff is, is questionable. And I, I just don't know if the Rams are going to be able to sustain, you know, a, a winning culture with Jared Goff performing the way he's he's, he's gone out there and performed. And, and, and no disrespect to Jared Goff, but you know, we, we talked about it the other day in the newsroom, you know, headed in you know to week six, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff. Who would you rather have? And, you know, people started scratching their heads a little bit. And I said, well, I know if I, you know, if I was <clears throat> in a back alley and I turned around and I, saw, and I saw some Dave Damashek type cats coming at me, some some mean looking dudes. Mm. And I turned around and I, I saw Jimmy I think Gar- you were waiting for Jimmy some Garoppolo. laugh, but there's no
3: laugh coming Hold there. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm scary. If I put the look on if, you, I mean, if, if four you Dave
4: Damashek's were coming at me in a back alley, I, I'm a pleasant, I wouldn't feel great.
3: I, I'm a paunch belly, pleasant fella. But if I put the look at you... <laughs>
4: But if you turned around and you see Jimmy Garoppolo and you're like, you ready? He, he tells me he's ready. I I feel good about that. If I turn around and there's some unsavory cats coming at me and I turn around, and I say, Hey, Jared Goff, you got my back? And he says, yeah.
0: I mean, I don't know if I necessarily
4: but, believe maybe, maybe, may, maybe he's truthful about it, but listen. I don't, I don't know if I,
3: again, I know I keep saying the same things about the, about the results that mm. uh, six weeks into the season that we're getting here. And another one, even in their week off, the, the Colts, are a reminder of, and then Jacoby Brissett is essentially the backup. You know, yeah. he's uh, obviously two weeks before he was Andrew Luck's um, backup QB. The story in San Francisco, undefeated and all that kind of stuff. Handsome devil, big trade a couple of years ago, made a lot of headlines. He doesn't lose very often in the NFL, but no. he's he, hardly he's, the he's story. He's a Chicago guy,
4: though. So that's, I mean, we know how those guys roll.
3: Yeah, well, that's, that's right. Winners, you know, right?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely.
3: He was, I, you know, I went over to his high school. Do you know, what, know where he went to high school in Chicago? Arlington
4: Heights, did he? Yeah. yeah. I went,
3: to, I paid a visit to his high school before okay. his first big start um, a couple of years ago. Beloved. And they knew back then that he was a handsome devil too. Really? Yeah. Unlike most people, when you when like models or big time actors, he didn't like, have to grow into like, it. Yeah, they're always like, "Oh no, I was the awkward kid." No, they're like, "Oh yeah, Jimmy was always the, always a handsome devil." Yeah, yeah. he could. Um, but he's hardly the story for why these Niners are winning games. It's that defense, and it's the Kyle Shanahan's run game. And from the Rams' perspective, you had to know they they didn't have Todd Gurley. You're going against a very good defense. You do not need to score 40 points in order to win this game based on the way the Niners are playing games this year. And Jared Goff laid an egg at home, and I really do wonder if Sean McVay and Les Snead and whoever else is saying, did we definitely do the right thing, given that amount of loot to this kid?
4: I mean, that's what are the kids calling it, getting, taking the bag, getting the bag, securing the bag. I mean, that's exactly what he did. But, I, I mean, I, good, good for him for getting all that money, but I, the numbers need to correspond with those paycheck numbers, you know, immediately if not soon. And I, I don't know if, if Sean McVay's sitting around or if Les, Les Needs sitting around scratching their head about that deal, but I, I know a lot of Rams fans – Could be sitting around because I mean, what do you what do you throw for seventy eight yards? If I'm not mistaken, under eighty yards.
3: Yeah, that's you don't have to set the world on fire. You, I mean, great. There are a couple ways to do. You can go like Deshaun Watson, or you can go like Patrick Mahomes and just cover up whatever else ails you. Sure and make superhuman plays, but short of doing that, you don't have to um, come out there and win games all by yourself, but that Rams team doesn't, the defense isn't especially good. You can't hang that one. on. I mean, them. just be
4: case Keenum. Can we do that? I, I, mean, you know, I feel like case Keenum is a guy in no disrespect to case Keenum, but he's a cat that can go out there and he's not really ever going to win you a game. He's not going to lose you a game. And if that gets him the label of game manager, then so be it. Because chances are, if you're labeled as a game manager, What are you doing? You're winning games. Your team is winning games. Nothing wrong with being a game manager.
3: In the 21st century, there is precious little evidence that you can win a Super Bowl with a game manager. Flacco overcame. I don't know that he would properly be a game manager. Brian Johnson he'd be a league Trent median Tilford. low at uh, flacco but he caught fire for one yeah, month which yeah. was weird flacco. Brad Johnson was fine, a little bit better than history regards him now a decade sure. and a half later. He was not an abject bum. He was good for that Buccaneers team, but still okay. I get your point. Yep. And Nick Foles was fine and he was the hero and will be forever in Philadelphia, but the fact is that he was only good in that Super Bowl against uh the Patriots in that playoff run he was not anything special. Um, Nor was he really for most of last year's postseason and December run. Um, So I'm on the fence, though, now that the defense, as they always say, our old pal Warren Sapp said this to me forever ago, and it really is true. Defensive coordinators. Will adjust, and no matter what you think, well, that's it for defense in the NFL. I, you know that those days are bygone. Now it's all about the offense. Defenses will rise back up, and so they have. And with few exceptions, the teams that are succeeding right now are the ones with the good defenses yep. and the ability to run the ball. And it has less to do, surprising to me, than. Who has the best QBs? Usually that's pretty easy math. Oh, who has the best handful of course mm-hmm. Yeah, well, then those are the teams that are winning all the games this year, right? Well, Not, not in 2019 so far. Well,
4: like, you know, I talked about it. I, mean, I I went and covered the San Francisco 49ers during training camp, you know, for, for radio. And I was there for two days. You know, Tim Ryan and I, you know, former San Francisco 49er, we sat there and we, and we sat down with with John Lynch, with Kyle Shanahan. He's a nice guy, Tim Ryan? Absolutely. Super, super cool guy. Super cool guy. And to be able to sit down with those guys, I felt like they were... They, they were they were selling me a, a bill of goods. I didn't know if it was a false bill of goods or whatever it was. And then I heard other guys say, "Well, when you go to a camp, you're going to be, you know, hit over the head with, you know, this is our year. This is our year. And you hope springs eternal at every single camp." But I really feel that as I walked away from that, I'm like, this team could be good. Like, not superstar good, but it would be a complete group effort, a collaborative effort. And that's what we've seen. I mean, the, the defense is solid, and their offense has so many moving parts. It's it's hard to really put your thumb on one.
3: Well, if the Monday night game proceeding against the Browns didn't uh, didn't signal to the football America that the yeah. Niners were for real, yeah. then this one should, because they didn't have either of their tackles. And it made no difference against uh, the Rams defense. Yeah. I mean, listen, they only put yeah. up 20 points and they, you know, got short field and all that kind of stuff to start the second half. That's kind of what it helps gave them the margin that they just kind of had to hold on to. But um, yeah, man. Uh, and by the way, I want to say shout out to Cole, Wright. You're, you're uh, a true pro because your Dodgers went out a little early. Wow. They had to, I just, wow. cause why I'm, th- why, why I think about that is, is I don't do that to rub it in your face. I do it because when I say it, it, Baker Mayfield... You
4: did it to rub it in my daughter's face. The, the seven-year-old number one fan of the Los Angeles Dodgers who was crushed by that Howie Kendrick just Grant Just because you're employed is, by
3: the Dodgers does not obligate is, you to root for the Dodgers. I mean, it's hard not Chicago to. It's Chicago and hard, you're a Cubs guy.
4: That's true, but it's hard not to. Like Ned Coletti told me, it, it's hard to separate the teams that you grew up rooting for versus the teams that you work for aren't entrenched with. Like when you go into a clubhouse and you talk to these guys and you watch them play, you want to see them succeed. I know don't don't,
3: uh, Cole Wright is very subtly Eddie Spaghetti behind the glass, very subtly making a run at most name drops in one episode. Whoa, whoa. EFP 2019. A lot of, lot of names, you know. But anyhow, um, what it makes me think about when I think of Baker Mayfield is it looks like he's the latest victim getting sposted you know i always mm. talk about the curse of sposta the pressure of there were a lot of. Not to be confused
4: with eric spolstra
3: no no okay yeah not, okay. not eric spolstra. all right just, just making sure no 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 yeah no. Yeah. this one has a high, fine uh, fine uh, coach uh, though by the way yeah. right yeah. um yeah listen won championships uh hey. the so he overcame spolstra Oh, that's a good How about point. that? They got but, a But those of heat the spolsters. teams, Those Heat teams did get Sposted a little they, bit. They did. They were supposed to win more they, than they all. did. They lose to the did. Mavericks. They got right. Sposted. They did get Sposted. That's nice. I never uh, put two and two together. Um, Baker Mayfield, there were a lot of comps, a comps running up to this game about what he had in common with Devlin Hodges or vice versa. Devlin Hodges, the kid from Samford, undersized and so some scouts kind of slept on him and everything else and people said kind of don't they have similarities in their games and the moxie and they're a little bit outspoken and all that yeah the big difference is Baker Mayfield was the first overall draft pick and the entire uh, football city downtrodden for decades Cleveland pinned all their hopes on five hey you can fix this right bake that's a lot of pressure on that kid Conversely, Duck Hodges had zero pressure on him to do anything. And as a result, is now being hailed on the banks of the Three Rivers, much like, or uh, he's not like that. Now back to the guy who's supposed to do it, Clayton well, Kershaw. Oh, wow. I mean, but for I'll real. Well, what do you think there, about that, Martin, though? What uh, do you, I mean, for real. So something, a language that you <clears throat> speak, baseball pitcher, superstar guy in the conversation, statistically at least, mm-hmm. It's not hyperbole best pitcher in that sport in the history 140 whatever baseball's existed for major leagues what is it now so start the who do I series? think the two
4: the two best pitchers I'm just saying no
3: my point being he's he's in the in running conversation sure Well now he's not He's I mean he, you cannot you cannot rightly call him the greatest starting pitcher well, that's I, a that's a silly I mean I would
4: take Roger Clemens 8 days a week no disrespect to Clayton Kershaw. Uh, based but I would on take the numbers, Roger you wouldn't Clemens. know.
3: But you wouldn't based, based on, on the numbers.
4: <clears throat> I'm not a numbers guy.
3: Okay. If
4: the numbers, if we're going by any numbers, I'm going to go with seven Cy Youngs.
3: I'm telling you from, who got supposed to, though. Clayton Ooh. Kershaw, right? I mean, would you
4: go with a guy that has seven Cy Youngs or a guy that has three?
3: Clayton Kershaw only has three sides Yeah, that's a ton. But Roger Clemens has seven. I know, but still weird for the guy uh, who's been the best pitcher in the National League for a decade. Since Randy Johnson went away, there's not a consistent close second to Clayton Kershaw. I'm surprised he only has that few size. But anyway, Spaghetti, hmm. you get my point, right? Spaghetti understands because he roots for a team named the New York Yankees. He who does. Perennially supposed to, to win the World I mean, Series. Come on. Are, what do you you're, you're, mean you don't want it's, to talk it's about back,
4: it? It's, it's, it's an even series. Why, why are you hanging your head? I'm, I'm you so gotta frustrated. think like a winner
3: spaghetti. why are you so upset think spaghetti. like a winner such a nice sports weekend no, the notre on. dame one well, that
5: was on. not great they should have killed usc at home at nighttime the the green out.
3: they they i mean they won the game but it was this is the guy
4: dissatisfied with wins and nothing's uh, ever good enough no
3: i'm with nothing's spaghetti ever good enough. well because again well, see this is the phenomenon asposta it's, it's unsatisfying see this is the pressure of being a team that is supposed hmm. to do stuff, it's not enough if you're a Notre Dame fan at home against a mediocre to lousy SC team. You they should have rolled that team, Dame and so you're points. upset. This is what happens when you. That's a lot of pressure on Brian Kelly.
5: Yeah. But, yeah. And and uh, with, with the Yankees and you have, well, curse is supposed to Verlander is supposed to kill the Yankees because that's what he's done his whole career. And they had a chance to they had him on the ropes and the Yankees didn't take advantage. And now it's a
4: but you were technically supposed to lose that game. I mean, you're going against Justin and, Verlander and, and
5: yeah, and we didn't. And but now and we did we did lose, but yeah, we had yeah. a chance to beat him. And so I, and I get it, and
4: back to square one, even yeah. series going back home. That's fair. And to, to think like a winner. To spaghetti. answer
5: the uh, the Clayton Kershaw thing, he's also pitched at a time where there was there's like Max Scherzer one two and then. De DeGrom has one Arietta, Arietta, Arika, yeah. The random R.A. Dickey year um, because, yeah, Kershaw won all his after like that Roy Halladay, Tim Lincecum, like PV mm-hmm. kind of phase.
3: I know. Well, listen, OK, so you reel off some of the air is best there. And OK, those I mean, names, but do. as you know,
4: Spaghetti's a Yankees fan. I mean, not to not to derail everything towards uh, the, you know, the the diamond sport. But how about a roll this Chapman? Throwing triple digits now for close to 15 years.
3: Can I tell you something? Come on now. When Spaghetti said, "Hey," or when <clears> you <throat> said, "Hey," one one going back home. That's how little uh, postseason baseball I've watched. I didn't even know where those those games were being played. it so I mean, was in you, Houston.
4: Yeah, you're you, you represent a minor league team, though. So
3: I it doesn't hurt my feelings.
5: I that's don't okay. care. Go ahead. I, if they were winners, right. though, you you have an excuse. You. Yesterday, you were out of the. You're out. I don't care, Carson.
3: I, I see. That's funny. Cole Cole tried to get me there, and it, uh, that the it uh, it hurt me not not a lick if they were
4: winning though you'd be you'd be shouting from the mountain no
3: because i am faithful to my hometown well i'm faithful to my hometown i'm not going to support a team that's willfully not trying to do well that their ownership stinks i'm not i'm not blindly supportive of whatever is happening if uh, if we're getting a raw deal on the banks of the three rivers you're not going to hear me vote for that but anyway okay that's not who we're talking about they're the have not what we're here for By the way, when the Pirates did do well for those couple of years, that is the difference when you're not supposed to do anything. The year that they win a playoff game, a one-game playoff, and that was enough. If they could have just gotten over the hump and won a World Series like the Royals did a few years ago, that's enough to keep you warm for the next 50 years.
4: Andrew McCutcheon, good thing they let him go.
3: I'm not like you're trying to get me, and you're not getting me at all. (laughs) I don't care about (laughs) it. (laughs) Laugh all you want. Now. And Phil Rivers pulled off the rally on Sunday night, which Yikes. I, which really was starting Yikes. to feel like he was about to do it. Um, then you could hurt my feelings because I'm sad when the, when the Steelers do poorly. Oh. Um, but you know, I don't know as badly as the Browns are doing right now, and as much as they are emerging as the story, uh, this disappointment. There's plenty of time in this mediocre AFC to get right back in. There's no reason to think, if you're a Browns guy, that they can't win that division. Still, especially with the win head-to-head against the Ravens, which brings me back all the way around to the Rams, they're now essentially, barring some big injuries, they're, hmm. they have no chance of winning the NFC West at this point. No I chance? Mean, very little. So I mean, say, say San
4: Francisco and Seattle, I mean, completely hit, hit the stumble.
3: That's when you're in trouble. You know that from baseball standings. It's better to be five games back and in second place than it is to be three games back, but have three teams in front of you. Yep. At this point, the Rams not only have to turn it around and reel off a number of wins, they also have to catch up to two teams. I'm not saying they can't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're still in decent shape to do that. But winning the division, highly unlikely. Exactly. They have lost two games now in the division. That's They must win at minimum. The, they would have to beat the Seahawks in L.A., mm-hmm. and then they're going to have to go up to San Francisco and win that game. And that feels unlikely at this point where, you know, the, the Niners are 5-0 and oh now. They're a third of the way through the season. If, unless they kind of crumble here and the Seahawks crumble, the Rams' best shot, the team that a lot of people said, oh, they'll go right back to the Super Bowl. Fear not. They're in jeopardy and not making the postseason at all here.
4: You think they're getting some passionate Sean McVay speeches in the locker room there? Up well, guys, ahead. I tell you, you know, we got to do this. We got to do that. You know, we wow. got to keep things moving. And, uh, you know, it's my fault. You know, I, I got to just go back here and look and assess and
3: look at that. Look teach. Look Teach, you got Andy Reid, you got Bill Belichick, you got Doug Pier look, look there are a lot of good head coaches in pro football. But Sean McVay's building something pretty special in Hollywood. It's a good one. back on the blitz. A good I got I can't get that quite right, but <clears throat> my hand motions are what really make it. It's
4: that you have to interrupt yourself.
3: It's the self interruption. Look, look, teach, teach. And and if you really want to make it sing, inject some outdated uh, rock and roll lyrics into it. There's
4: nothing wrong with that though. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Bachman Turner Overdrive, get some of that in there.
3: Like uh, BTO teach. Hey, <laughs> right now, no Todd Gurley. This Los Angeles Rams team is running on empty. Back on the Blitz. <laughs> that's what. That's the kind of stuff he does. He drops Randy Newman. I like him. Yeah, yeah, that's I thought Randy Newman.
4: Well, no, no. I'm just. I, I'm just saying.
3: It's, he, uh, he's
4: known to drop a Randy Newman
3: reference that's a little Jackson for you. The uh, no. spaghetti, you made an interesting comment, too, um, about. Oh, no, or, I'm sorry. Cole Wright made this comment, I mm. should say. Hard right turn. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Fantastic. You show. feel is in the running for the greatest sitcom of all time.
4: Yeah, I, I really do.
3: All time. To- I mean, obviously, you didn't see everyone, but the, of the shows you've seen. Better than Cheers, Simpsons, Larry Sanders.
4: Well, considering that I wouldn't 30 rock any, any of those in the top five. Oh, we've, wait already yeah, we've, already, said, we've already gone over
5: that. We've already gone over that. I was thinking it was like Seinfeld that
3: he
4: hasn't named yet. I, I mean, mean I I Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb like, I'm too. a big fan of Martin. Like, that's a fantastic I was just show.
3: about to say, I forgot who I was talking to. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered, yes, you once did Volunteer Martin on the <laughs> – what. Martin is, it was very funny for a couple of years. Then it, then it lost its way. The last season and a half. It was, it was, it last was season funny and a half when Martin
4: had like a goatee. It was, it was, funny.
3: it was very funny for its first couple of years.
4: Well, Martin and Gina were doing split screens. Like, Hey, Gina got a job in LA. Like, no, no, they didn't. I know. They Listen. just didn't want to work together. I remember it, it was,
3: great. it was, it was funny,
4: but it was, fan- it's fantastic.
3: It is not, yeah, it is not well, on the, it's not on that's the, the,
4: that's the incorrect. Up answer.
3: on the stand All for right. one of the top.
4: But it's always sunny is, is fantastic. Like, the, the most recent what episode. Is 14 season or 15? Season 14.
5: It's been 14 now. Yeah. It's, like, not just the longevity things. Because a lot of shows have been around for a while. But that, it's always fall fun. off. It's, it, it legitimately is a laugh out loud funny.
4: Getting funnier. Yeah. Because the most recent episode was the funniest episode I think I've ever seen. Did you see From the uh,
5: Focus Group episode about, about the, Thunder Gun? Thunder
4: Gun, yeah. yeah absolutely.
5: <laughs> they just are so good <laughs> about just taking stuff that goes on in, in like, today's world. And then just put their own kind of, like, sarcastic, ironic type of spin on it. And, like, they're... they're they're geniuses. Like they've it's, gotten like smarter as the years have gone on.
4: It's fantastic.
3: It's great um, fan. Let's uh, ask a couple because spaghetti takes the time to etch out this uh, rundown. For All us, right. So we may as well address some of the questions that he's uh, that he's posed for us here. Good ones. Um, who do you trust the most out of the Chiefs, Rams, Cowboys and Chargers?
4: Uh, I'm going to go with, with the Chiefs.
3: Tell yeah. me which ones go to the playoffs out of that quartet. Uh,
4: the Chiefs and the Cowboys.
3: So the Chargers are done.
4: I've never been a believer in the
3: Chargers. They're two and never. four. It They're doesn't two matter. Games the Chargers.
4: Back. You know, I've always said, and last year they proved me wrong, but in other years I've said all they are is the West Coast version of the Dolphins.
3: The one thing. That they get money, your hopes
4: up, and then they do nothing. Voice of the year. Chargers. Sorry about that money.
3: Money but. points this out all the time, and it's absolutely right. The, the couple of moments in Sunday night's game that stand out from a Chargers point of view that we're positive Hunter Henry doing what he did, coming back out there and looking great. And maybe it's the difference in them making a push. I mean, it really does come back to if Mike Williams is healthy, which is not, uh, which is not often enough. Plus yeah. Keenan Allen, plus Melvin Gordon. Now they can't protect Phil rivers very well. And then if you throw Hunter Henry into that mix, that offense should be lights out. It, it hasn't been so far tip of the hat. In to Case John the to, there. yeah case they're the supposed to be good. Exactly, but the one thing Phil Rivers still does at his advanced age, and if you watch this, the old book is that young guys have to get used to uh, pressure. The fact is, the more pro football guys I've talked to over the years is, as you – get into your mid thirties and get near 40 or past 40, you start to feel your mortality. You feel it physically, but then you have children and you want to be there for them and all that kind of stuff. And you don't want to get too beaten up and everything else. And those things start to become a factor. Phil rivers, as well as anybody I've seen, man, that guy will hold onto the ball until the guy is, is a half inch from his face before he gets rid of it. I got a question for you. But he also throws some terrible balls up there that are 50 uh, 50 balls, and uh, too often this season they're landing in the wrong hands.
4: Is Phil Rivers a Hall of Famer? Yes. How so?
3: I mean, he's going to retire as one of the statistically in terms of passing yards and touchdowns. He's going to retire in the top five all time. Um, hasn't been the, the knock on him, is beyond not having ever been to a Super Bowl. Not really. How not, many
4: winning seasons has he had? Not really a winner. Huh? That was
3: a long snap of the Chargers yeah. not making it to the postseason. It's not, it's not great. Yeah. It's
4: not great. I mean.
3: It's an interesting question. I say he I, – I, I mean, he's got to go to the Hall, and the timing of it will be important there because if – break, so Peyton's going to come up here, so he'll go. If Phil can – let's say he retires this year, if he's ahead of the curve – but when Brady and those guys, because if he where he can get uh, in trouble, if the gold jacket is the quest, which I don't necessarily think it is for Phil, but if he's desperate to get a gold jacket, he would do well to hang it up sooner rather than later, because if he finds himself being compared in voting years with Roethlisberger, Eli. Roethlisberger goes before him. The Eli Phil one, if those two were to retire in the same year, that would be fascinating to see how that would break. I mean, I put, there e-
4: were... I put Eli in first. Would you? Absolutely.
3: I think I would ultimately put Phil... If I had one vote, and there were there were only two quarterbacks, it's,
4: it's a, I mean, Eli was a winner and had numbers, and Phil had numbers, but was not a winner. I mean then then it's Eli, like, but is Eli all
3: very which, good. Which Eli really the all the very same, good, or is he Eli a wasn't the same winner that Phil was? I don't think.
4: Is he a compiler though? What do you mean the
5: same winner? He.
3: I mean he won Super Bowls. I'm saying if you look at uh, I mean, the Phil winning had, percentage, you had Ladainian
4: Tomlinson. Career.
5: Yeah, but you, that literally goes against your like Clayton Kershaw argument you just made a couple minutes ago. 'Cause like Clayton Kershaw is as good as it comes stat wise, which you could argue like he, him and Phil Rivers are the same. But then you the whole the one big but is that he has Well to,
3: by the uh, way though, I'm giving <clears throat> both of them votes.
5: No, it's fine. But it, I think that I like I, I don't want to besmirch people's names who just got in the, the the Pro Football Hall of Fame class, but it's like when you look back and I, I agree, I think that Phil Rivers should be in it. When you look back Rivers should be in it. Eli should be in it for what they have accomplished. When you look back at the whole NFL, this is the NFL hundred season. Looking at all the great moments, like if mm-hmm. you don't have Eli in for winning two Super Bowls in the fashions that he did, you're just doing a disservice to fans and league and overall. Well,
4: as far well, as I that mean, you've goes, you've been a little too far with that. I don't, I mean, don't know. a disservice to the fans and the league overall. Let's just <laughs> it says I mean, the Giants I mean, fan. Let us <laughs> take it easy on that. That's, I mean, I don't think, I don't think there's fans that are going to be in, in Utah. Wait a like, second, oh my spaghetti goodness! Spaghetti. I, I
3: can't believe they so, didn't put Eli in. For the sake it's, of the league, spaghetti, I know everywhere. Spaghetti, you have to pull that clip and I want to play it for money on, uh, on Wednesday because he'll oh, be delighted wait, by that one. With
5: my tweets from the game yesterday too, money's gonna have a day on oh, Wednesday.
4: Oh man, but, but, that's rich. Like Morton Anderson, Morton Anderson a <laughs> kicker.
5: Imagine a league. Imagine a world where Morton Anderson a kicker is in an Eli Manning after beating the vanquishing the Patriots twice is not a, like to me, it's well that's and also that's not matter, a fair
3: standard though. There's, nope. Aaron Anderson is perhaps scored more not, points he, than anybody. He's for, one of the top three forever. kickers in the history of pro football. I mean, is Eli? He's not.
5: I can go grab uh, uh, this
3: offensive lineman
5: who have made it recently. It's like are they like l- guards, like centers that people? That's not a fair name. way
3: to do it. I just it, feel like you're gonna not, you're
5: gonna put those guys in. You're not gonna put a guy that has all the stats, has two rings. Like I mean, in the same forever. and you know, they doesn't have all the stats. His stats are he's his gonna stats end, are good, but I mean, end, may end see, up yeah, every, yeah. top seven to ten in a lot of characters. Yeah, yeah, that's good.
3: Do you think, by the way, as we approach the uh, the off season here, we're now 10 mere games for the majority of NFL teams from that, you know, from the uh, the great abyss here. I think there's going to be a ton of QB movement this offseason. Derek Carr, mm. the irony there is, is that Derek's name was among the, if not the number one, most likely to be somewhere else come 2020 based on the way things were shaping up and Bruin's, moved to Vegas Bruin and all that stuff. lives next door to him. I know but if they no. but if they if they stunk coming out of the gate and when Antonio Brown did what he did the way he ghosted on the team I thought Derek was in real trouble there so I'm happy for him on a human level that he's that he's reeled it off and looked good he's a major reason why as I say every quarterback is not the main reason their team is winning games I would say that Derek Carr's right up there is the reason uh, the Raiders have yeah. won three games so far here but so he may not move but Darrell, I mean, if Cam Newton, if the, if this Kyle Allen thing's for real, Cam could move on. Do you think Eli's going to move on? Nick Foles, are they definitely going to bring him back to Jacksonville next year if this Minshew thing continues to go? Um, the, uh, there are a lot of examples. And now Teddy B, are they going to retain I, I him? Are been, they going to try they, to keep that luxury item going? I think, they, just, I think going?
4: They, they would do him a solid and the t- Teddy B, you know, you come in and you you play for us like Brock Osweiler did when Peyton was hurt. And if you can lead us to the promised land, if, if then Drew can step right back in and lead us to the promised land. I think we'll say, OK, we're, we're good here. Thanks. Thanks so much for that. Thanks for being the highest paid backup in the National Football League. Thanks for not going to that dumpster He's fire old down there Brees in Miami. He's old
3: enough that they probably want to have the in co- they want to have the successor to Breeze in yeah, house yeah
4: i mean i don't think they're going to say that Teddy i'm Breeze just trying to run through to it. like wait,
3: if the cowboys go finish up 8 and 8 dak may not be back there i could i could see them saying you know what good thing we waited here we don't need that you know,
4: yeah that's true i mean i thought he was looking like he was you know well on his way to getting paid but you know after starting out 3-0 you know, and then chicago the last three does guys. eli play pull- I, I was thinking cam, cam Newton on the bears wouldn't be terrible if, yeah. if cam Newton's healed and I know I don't know what Kirk it,
3: Cousins has turned it around for now, but I don't know how long they want to stay on the yeah, Kirk it's, Cousins it's, train. If this team doesn't make it to the postseason again this year, I
5: don't think quickly. I don't think Eli will play next year.
3: You think Eli retires after he's this? Year? I think he's
5: done. It's again thirty-one million. He's, that, I mean, he, uh, sit like this. He tries all these all well, yeah.
3: They, I got but, news for you. If Spaghetti is right about that, he goes to the Hall of Fame then because he'll be ahead to my point. The thing that will, the thing that has buried Heinz Ward is being in an era where there are guys who have better numbers than him who are having to wait. So Hines keeps getting getting kicked down the road a little bit. But by the measure of Hines Ward and coming up big in big spots, I've also come around on the candidacy of Julian Edelman. Spaghetti's point. It does matter. I know that the numbers over 60 yeah. regular season games year after year aren't necessarily there. He's probably a top 10 wide receiver in one to two of his career seasons. However, talk about trying to tell the story of pro football without a guy. I mean, Julian Edelman. Yeah, he's, been,
4: he's fantastic. But I don't know if necessarily he's a Hall of Famer. Like, if in, I mean, until, what, until my boy Reggie Wayne's in, then Julian Edelman has no business being even in the neighborhood. There's no question. He shouldn't even be in the state. He should Reggie, be in New Hampshire Reggie until Wayne, Reggie Wayne gets in.
3: We park our cars in the same garage. It's a matter of time before Reggie Wayne goes Absolutely. in. Absolutely. Maybe even this year. Maybe. And
4: he's, he's going to. I'm going to be the one that gives his induction speech. Is that true? Too. He's already <laughs> promised you that? I'm, probably not. But.
3: <laughs> if Derek goes. Maybe you I'll, might, maybe you I'll might be think there. It,
4: maybe I might get a shout David out during David Carr, when he
3: sat here a week ago with us, went on and, oh, oh Derek loves Cole. Well, oh, yeah. I gave mean, him a shout out. I mean, I'm. Uh,
4: I'm, I'm a, a nice guy. guy, right? I mean, you're all right. Yeah, everyone's no, nice. Venom in my direction?
3: I'm not. Like, I well, not. Why are you so weird? I'm not like, spitting bet. anything <laughs> in your direction. <laughs> no, have you ever heard anyone spit
4: like that? Cole, right? I tell you, Ooh, I hate good. to be around him. I would hope spaghetti. Not. I hope that would you ever heard be bad about
3: uh, Cole? Chases me down. Cole? Anybody? No. Nobody. Uh, no. You've never hope heard not. anybody who we work with say I, like, "Yeah, Cole's like." I know I'm
5: I'm known as a hater in these streets. I'm the magic recipe. I think he's liked across the board. Really? I swear what well, about magic, me?
4: Magic recipe. Well,
3: I- <laughs> Have you heard bad about me, Cole?
4: Never. You've never heard bad about <laughs> never. me? Never. Never. Don't lie to me. I swear to that's. that's, that's You've that's never
3: heard, heard like, eh, you know.
4: No. Never. What?
3: Could stand to lose 20. You never heard anybody say something like that? Never. Never. No? No. How did he deal with that voice? Who decided it was a good idea to let him yeah. talk? You know, like that kind of a thing. You know,
4: the that only would've... thing that's ever been, I, I, I've questioned when you come in and dry the the underarms of your uh, shirt, sometimes well, with the blow dryer in the makeup room, it's <laughs> nice. It's a, a good
5: solution. Oh man! But I still love you. Is someone who retweets pictures of people that have their feet on airplanes? That's fantastic, make, though. He takes the. That's fantastic. Oh, man, that's why. What's oh. bad about that? Now, it's not it's I, I, that's not affecting
3: anybody else. That's keeping. But you my know my what though? Dry.
4: One one day when I was in the makeup chair, which was I was where I'm about to head here in a second. I had, uh, I, I just, it got really hot underneath that apron yeah, and I had a, a sweat line on my shirt. So what you did I do? That. I went and grabbed, I went and grabbed the hairdryer just like old Dave Damashek.
3: Let me tell you something, Spaghetti. Once I was in the makeup room all by myself <laughs> drying. Cause I was about to go on something and I, you know, I had a little dew, you know, in the, <laughs> in, the in the pit. So I, <laughs> a, a blowing little him, dew. and who pokes his head into the room? None other than Hall of Fame tight end Tony Gonzalez, and he said he looks at me and goes, "What the hell did I just walk into?" <laughs> <laughs> and turned and walked away. <laughs> I thought he was going to say, "Hey, good idea," yeah.
4: or something I, like that. Yeah. And he was like, "What?" I don't care. Wow.
3: Not, I mean, I wasn't born. I wasn't born with the handsome uh, punum or the or the or, or the chiseled uh, physique of Tony Gonzalez. I'm a working man. <laughs> Let's what
5: we should wrap it up with the uh, the food block oh yes oh, okay. before we get out of here oh, i gotta right. go. i have
4: to go to makeup here real okay quick. we're gonna go fantasy live a show that everyone should tune into three o'clock pacific time six o'clock eastern
3: before you go, go I'm it's go. time for the food block presented by Bon and viv spike seltzer eddie spaghetti dealer's choice what Those do you want to talk about by the way. i say when i don't have uh, a good food-based subject to to do i turn to spaghetti and throw it in his direction oh, wow. okay. what do you think la does better it gets knocked for not doing either of these well, pizza or burgers.
5: Oh, weed Burgers They're like the best burger, city. burger city in
4: America. Yeah. They're, 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 you, can, you can you can you can trip over a delicious burger around every corner.
3: I was setting you both up to okay. succeed. Why yeah, do you? The pizza's I mean, not I, great though. The pizza's a, yeah, the pizza's not pizza's great. Come though. around, so, but the pizza's no, gotten pizza's better. Not, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't. I'm, Chicago. Can I tell you something? Chicago. Don't give me a look already. I'm gonna look away. Chicago is not a great pizza city. Don't say that. It's not a
4: great pizza city. It's, it's the not best a great pizza city. No, it's, that's why it's
3: not a good. It's not a good. Chicago is also not a great Chinese food city. I don't think L. A. is a good Chinese food city. Mm. Oh, that's not true. That's I have not. I haven't found good it Thai
4: yet, food. No. Good Thai
3: not food. Great though. Thai food. Yeah, a lot of um, good food. Besides sushi, I
4: went to the Formosa the other night. Right.
3: Oh, the new look for Mosa.
4: I guess that's what I heard. They jazzed I heard it's it been, up. Yeah. it's been redone over the last decade or so.
3: I've heard it's great. No, in the last couple of years, is that even, what it is? I've never been. It's it it my first. It was my
4: first time. Uh, Any
3: famous movies there? Spaghetti. Have you been there? No. You're no. a fan of L.A. lore. I am. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you you, you, like you you'd it. eat you that, that up. L.A. Confidential. We sat uh, in Bugsy uh,
4: Siegel's booth, and there's a uh, there's a safe in the floor. It's right when you walk into the right. We had. Two, I think front booth.
3: I think most people outside of L.A. would be surprised to hear that. LA is known for its great burgers. It's I think people just assume it's all sushi and health food.
4: Like one of my buddies was yeah. clowning me for eating turkey burgers, and I'm like, well, if you ate as many burgers a week as I I did, you eat turkey burgers as well, too. I
5: yeah. have one I have one downstairs. Yeah. Black, Black bean, bean
3: burgers over turkey burgers, Come on. and we that's, leave it there. That's, that's, I think it's ends, time to go uh, on that
5: one. I was gonna say are we done here? quickly cause... with the, the, the Chicago pizza. There's a place in Echo Park or like Silver Lake called Ma I think it's masa M A S A. I've heard of this. And I went there once and I went with my roommate and my girlfriend and it was like outstanding it's not a new york slice but we uh, i would give it a nine point i've never had a lot of deep dish but the few i've had it was like a nine point out of ten this cat's
4: talking about black
5: everybody in chicago turkey
3: patty you're from chicago you should know it's chicago the deep dish pizza is a tourist novelty people don't eat that that's wrong you eat it all the time when you're in chicago absolutely you're one of the very few chicagoans i've ever met who's like oh yeah i get that one of the probably the true true chicagoans
4: i'm so shy that you thought it was bashful
3: and yet you stay, keep yourself in shape. That's because you do that <laughs> hey, insane The
4: C24W workout, w workout. Have you done it, Spaghetti?
3: No, I just do my, you know,
4: D-Car said he hasn't done it either. My
3: hour so, in the morning. All right, that's,
4: that's it. This could be a text for me. Great job, Cole you Wright.
3: A pleasure to see you. Don't be such Always. a stranger to Studio 66 all the time. We'll see you on Fantasy Live and Total Access and beyond. It's the great Cole Wright, one of the best in the business. Thank you, but likewise. We appreciate him joining us. Always a pleasure. Eddie spaghetti. Um, make sure you get that clip for Money's Review next It's going to
0: be America, America, shut uh, down, shut down society. (laughs) Eli didn't go to the hall. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want,